Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Well, she's got a lot of things on her mind to talk about talk now. About now to talk about. She's taking care of her voice so you know that she's not going to shout now. No fun, the Jen Kirkman podcast, season 11, episode 39. Hello, I am Jen Kirkman. So as you know, AI is here. Seems like it just happened, right? I mean, we saw it happening slowly. Self-checkouts started to be a thing a few years ago. That's the only example I can think of for some reason that that is like, I mean, I know there's Alexi and Alexa and Siri and all these other weird things that I refuse to use. But in terms of, oh, okay, there's less humans working here and now I self-check out. Although that's not really AI, but and I'm the one checking myself out. But I would the other day I was in Stop and Shop and there was this giant, I mean, it had to be six and a half foot tall robot. Now, not a robot where you picture its arms and legs moving and it's walking and it's terrifying. It was just like, um, I don't know, looked like a pillar, you know? Square on all sides. Looked like the bottom of it was kind of almost like the, the way a Roomba is, you know? So it's just slow. I mean, slow. Slow. Not No human would walk this slow. It's basically standing still and imagine going fraction of a centimeter every few seconds like and it had this kind of painted on smiley face and it didn't make noise it didn't talk or have a computerized voice coming out of it but there was just a little sign on it that said something like hi i'm i'm binky (laughs) whatever i'm bobby and i'm the stop and shop store not security, but just a thing. It's a camera. I mean, that's all it is. It's a camera that's walking around or Roomba-ing around filming things. I mean, that's all it is. And it stops and it, and then it goes down an aisle. And it says, I'm here to find things like things that have spilled and report them. It's like, dude, If something spilled on aisle nine and you're on aisle four, it will take you an hour and a half to get to aisle nine. And is that really what the biggest, I mean, I worked in a grocery store. There there were spills. You'd hear once in a while, like twice a day, clean up on aisle nine. But it wasn't really the most pressing thing happening at the grocery store. Most pressing thing was, oh my God, the lines are so long. Let's get these people in and out. It's just going around, 
every, and everyone is stopping to look at it and read the sign on it. So now there's just this backup of people. I am one of them. I was like, what the fuck is this thing? And I'm looking at it and I'm taking a video of it. So it's just going around reporting spills. So it can't even clean. I mean, again, I keep mentioning Roomba. So this thing detects a spill somehow. I don't really understand the technology of that, but sure. And it then it what? Does it page somebody? Does it does an alarm start going off? Does it start going really fast towards an employee? There's a spill for the love of God. <laughs> like what, what does it do? And I'm like, this isn't for a spill. You're trying to find uh, shoplifters or something. But again, this thing is so slow. It's not going to get anything cleaned up in time. But does it clean up the spill? Like, does somehow this Swiffer come out of its bottom and it starts wiping things? It, it was so dumb. And I thought, again, we're, we're ahead in so many ways that terrify me. technologically, and that are exciting, right? We can go to space, and I don't know why we need to individually as like a trip, but, you know. And things in the sciences are exciting. If you need a bionic leg or whatever, there's great stuff going on. And then you see this, and you go, why can't they? This robot that's really just a camera, why can't it go faster? I guess maybe it shouldn't because it'll knock you over. But again, if it's a robot, it should be able to not knock you over or it should be able to knock you over and then tend to your wounds. You know, as you know, I was on strike as a writer. And one of the things that the writers could not get negotiated with the some who are evil people that run the streaming networks was we could not reach an agreement on the future of AI in writing. We did eventually, and we are good for three years when we will renegotiate. But so the way I look at it is we, we took a, we have a breather for three years where AI will not take over the writing industry, therefore making it not a career for humans. But Again, we revisit it in three years when we renegotiate. We renegotiate every three years about, you know, whatever whatever there is to negotiate, whatever's new on the landscape. Oh, now people watch TV on their thumb. How do we get residuals from that or whatever? But when the negotiations first started, these tech people or the lawyers that represent them came in the room and said, yeah, the AI thing, we're not even discussing it. That's not a negotiation. They're like, yeah, no. And next, we're like, I mean, I wasn't in the negotiations, but the writers that are on the committee, we're like, no, no, we have to put something in writing that says you will not have an AI bot write. That's what they wanted. They wanted an AI bot to write scripts. And then maybe they'd hire one human writer to, you know, human it up. And then they'd make their show where normally you have like anywhere from four to 10 writers in a writer's room and, it, you know, three to four writers stay on throughout the entirety of the production through filming through the they, they don't want that anymore. That costs them money. Not that much money. Truly not enough money to make um, anyone at the top's salary lower. 
maybe by $1 million, maybe, probably not, probably not even that much. It certainly does not affect the bottom line of the company. It's it's like bizarre greed at at like pennies, at what would be pennies to them. But But what they wanted, they didn't say this outright, but we're not stupid. They wanted AI to write everything and then one human to clean it up. And when you do that, you don't have enough writers to A, make a human story, but B, you need a certain amount of writers to keep paying into the union, which keeps the union going and the union provides health insurance and pension and fair wages and, you know, a community, a thing that keeps these tech companies from just coming in and destroying this entire TV and movie industry that was doing quite fine without them. So anyway, they kind of just wanted to destroy the union as well. So great. We're ho- we hold our breath for another three, or we breathe for another three years and we might have to hold our breath again. But where I can see where things like chat GPT, where I can see so clearly that people who think movies and TV shows don't have to be as good as they can be, where that could come in and just write something and now we're off and running. Well, We've put that off for a little while longer. It's not going to happen. But I was reading this article today that both terrified me and not terrified me, where it's about Chipotle (laughs) is getting into having robots make your food, except the robots can't do anything at all, really. They can make one thing, and then they can't even put tinfoil in. And I thought, how are we not past this yet? How is technology not better but also, thank God it's not better because it just weirds me. You can't pay some college kids, high school kids saving up, you know, more than minimum wage and just have like, enough. okay. So this article is from The Atlantic. It says that uh, a robot can now prepare your favorite Chipotle order just as long as you don't want a burrito, taco, or quesadilla. The, the robot cannot handle those. Your order must be a burrito, bowl, or a salad, and then it must be placed online. Then and only then, once the robot makes it out of testing at the Chipotle Cultivate Center in Irvine, California, your bowl might soon be assembled by the chain's new automated digital make line. Ew. Let's call it a make line. And fuck off. So last Tuesday, or whenever I'm reading this, it was last Tuesday, a collaboration between Chipotle and an automation company called Hyphen happened. And this little robot or automated thing looks like a standard stainless steel Chipotle counter. Um, or, you know, the situation with burrito components arrayed on top, but just inside, above knee level, okay, is a robotic assembly line that can prepare to-go bowls and salads from start to finish. And I guess Chipotle released a video, shows a bowl pivoting through the machine, positioning itself below specified ingredients, white rice, grains, then some corn, and at the end, a bowl ascends from the machine complete as an employee folds a burrito and wraps it in foil. (laughs) So this robot, which I'm sure is slower than a human, does that, then a person wraps it in a burrito. So, okay, so for right now, the the person's job is safe. 
But even though there's chatbots and self-driving cars, robots are, robots are still not yet capable of replacing a fast food employee who serves as a cashier, preps ingredients, assembles uh, your orders, and closes up shop. And right now, they can't even fold burritos. Last year, Chipotle unveiled Chippy, which was an autonomous kitchen assistant. It's called a fucking robot. We're not stupid. Oh, it's not, it's not a robot? It's an autonomous kitchen assistant? Well, that sounds like a person. Um, it integrates culinary tradition with artificial intelligence to make tortilla chips. In July, Chipotle announced the Autocado, an avocado processing prototype that cuts cores and peels avocados, eventually reducing guacamole prep time by 50%. I'm actually into that one. I don't know how to make guacamole. I mean, I do, but I don't want to. And cutting avocados stresses me out. I don't do it. I feel like I'm going to cut myself. Now, I know I'm not going to get one of these. I'm not going to get an avocado for my apartment in New York, but I'm just saying like I'm relating hard. But otherwise, okay. That's just crazy to me. So these robots at Chipotle, they they literally, the next problem is that the machine is not capable of folding a burrito and it cannot perform the final flourish, wrapping it in foil. Making custom burritos is actually very, very difficult for a robot, says Dimitri Berenson, an associate professor of robotics at the University of Michigan. Tactile sensing for robots is still in its infancy, which makes it hard to avoid overstretching tortillas or crushing what's inside. For even the most high-tech of robots, globs of guacamole are overwhelming. He says overcoming these barriers is going to require a lot more fundamental research. Oh, good. That's what we need to be putting our money into. I know I just said I was into something making guacamole, but not, you know what? I can, it's fine. Just let another, I'll just keep relying on the kindness of strangers to make guacamole for me. This is insane. This is insane. But I'm also so glad to hear that robots who scare the shit out of me, whenever I see one of those videos, like Harvard made this robot and it looks like this human thing that's running after you really fast and it's going to just choke you. I want to laugh. Ha ha, robots. You don't know how to roll a burrito. You can't use tinfoil. Ha ha, robots. Humans are still better than you, you fucking losers. Oh, I just, if anyone out there was just scared that the robots are taking over, Maybe in some ways, but they're still too stupid to make a burrito. They can't handle guacamole. They don't know what it feels like. They're going to crush a tortilla. <laughs> stupid ass robots. Anyway, to hear the rest of this episode, go to my Patreon. You get full length episodes without ads. And you can join for seven days free. You get a free trial. So join now or later, patreon.com slash Jen Kirkman, or click the link in the show notes. And if not, no problem. Until next week, have fun. 